Okay, I'm ready. Uh, okay, uh, are we on? Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, don't don't get mad at me about this. Uh, uh, th- uh, th- this week's episode is brought to you by uh, jpinkstore.com. Uh, we, uh, have you ever felt the need to wear clothes? Well, now you can at JP Ink Store. We make clothes that have been gift have gifted our mortal souls that have been gifted to our mortal souls by the JP. <laughs> Uh, this includes uh, clothes, only clothes. The JP store is the only clothes to survive <laughs> the world to come. Not a cult. Many products, including shirts, shoes, backpacks, blankets, stickers, puzzles, etc. Uh, shipping may take a while because they are made to be ordered, and so we don't have a surplus. Environmentally friendly. Uh, new products on the way. <laughs> uh, so, like two months ago, these guys emailed me trying to like set up a sponsorship thing, uh-huh. and uh, we, we got pretty far along in talks up until the point where they were like, "Do you have a contract that you could give us?" And I was like, "Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can make I can make a contract. I know mm. what that looks like and how it works." Oh, geez. And that was a month and a half ago, and they've uh. emailed me a couple of times to be like, <laughs> "So, like, are we still doing this?" And I've been like, "Oh yeah, I've been so busy." I've been so busy. I've been I've had I haven't had the time, but I've been so busy playing cyberpunk. So like so so look, uh, you know, um I I was gonna I was gonna set up a PayPal for uh for the podcast and just be like, look, I did the thing, you guys can send me whatever the amount we agreed on was if you feel like I deserve it. If not, that's fine. But I forgot to set up the PayPal. So I guess this one's a freebie. This is just <laughs> So like this is I just I I don't want to feel fucking guilty about this anymore. Uh-huh. So I did it. We're why we are the fucking. It's I'm sorry. <laughs> this is I I'm not thinking about it. Now. Listen, man. Uh, you uh, you you clearly are are. Uh, um, how do I put this? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, incompetent. Um, uh, that, I mean, I wasn't gonna say that. Uh-huh. Um. You know, because I didn't think it needed to be said, no. but um, you were just going to call me a fat loser. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was, uh, what I was going to do was tell you that I'm 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 not trying to pile on top of you, but I'm pretty sure you did not share any sort of link to this online store. Oh, shit. Should I uh, let me look again? <laughs> no, I think I did. I think I did right at the beginning. It's it's did, did it's you? fucking it doesn't matter that I'm paying us, but it's, <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, oh, God. Wait, is there a link? There should be a link. It's okay. Uh, oh, it's okay. It's HTTP colon slash slash <laughs> J J P I N C store dot my Shopify dot com. That's that's that's, that's right. Everyone JP, it's HTTP colon slash slash store dot my Shopify dot com. That's JP Inc. store at my dot my Shopify dot com. I'm so sorry. If I can find a way for you guys to send me a couple bucks if you want, that's fine. But if you don't want to, I understand. Welcome everybody to Life in the World to Come. I'm Steve Harrington. And I'm a little sleepy. 
<laughs> me and a little sleepy here <laughs> little sleepy. are here to answer your questions about surviving the apocalypse, uh, which is something that we are uniquely qualified to do due to our, uh, you know, just just being really just good. We're just we're just good. Yeah, we're, we're just good. Uh, and We're competent. Uh, yep. And we're on top of our lives. And we're responsible. And I know how to do business with people. It, Chris and I, more importantly than anything else, I think that's the takeaway here. We're both very organized and adept. Yeah. And uh, uh, we both really know what we're doing. And basically what I'm just saying is that the reason we're qualified to predict the future for you is because we're just generally qualified people. We're just cool guys. Yeah. If you go into business with me and I fuck it up, I'll do the job for you for free because I feel guilty about it. That's and a, that, that's pretty cool, I think. That's, a, that's ve- a good quality. That's a very useful quality in a yeah. businessman. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. It's being, <laughs> being able to say sorry in a, in a very uh, a, a very positive way. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I guess being able to say sorry is a positive trait, but... Not uh, for business. Not for business. No. no. Yeah. No. We're both fabulously wealthy. Welcome to the Centurion Era. Welcome to the Centennial Special Part Two. Part Two uh, of our hundredth episode celebration. This is Part Two. Part Two of one thousand. Part Two of uh, two thousand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you for now, but it's going to get higher every episode. <laughs> I thought about going three thousand, but I was like, no, be patient. Save your that time. <laughs> Okay, so um, you want to hop into some questions? Yeah, we can just hop right into it, I think. I like- yeah, let's get into it. All right. Let's get into a question from s- some people. Lichtenberg says, Hello, prophets. Spiders are sick as hell. I'm always the one who takes them outside safely. Will the spiders remember? Can I form an alliance with them, or are they to be trusted at all? With cautious hope, Joni. Well, Joni, mm. are spiders to be trusted? <laughs> well... <laughs> I was just telling I was just telling somebody last night that like um you know yeah I'd love for you to listen to some episodes from the podcast but we got better in the golden era earlier this year but it's yeah. also when we got more self-referential right and so I don't know if I can actually recommend any episodes yeah no it's just all it's there's we're again it's no new listeners at this point yes. it's all we're, there's no growth yeah we're done growing mm-hmm. we're just going to have the same people get more enthusiastic and listen to the podcast more times and i, I and i also you know i want uh, i want everybody to just keep in mind that's us that's also a preference for us we like to keep right. our inner circle small yeah, we like to keep our fan base tight, so don't tell anybody about us. Right, we like to we like to keep our our fan base tight but lucrative. Exactly, you know. So don't tell any don't tell any of your friends, but like pay for stuff as if you're eight people. Yes, you know. Or <laughs> or alternatively, just want all the money but none of the downsides yes. is what we would like. Exactly, and if you could make that happen for us, that would be great. You could not also, that we need it because again, we are billionaires. That's true. We but, we don't you know, need it. But, but making but because we're billionaires, making money is kind of like a fun hobby for us. Yeah. So like Yeah. If you want to support our, our special interests. I wonder if there are gonna be people who listen to this episode who haven't listened to one before and yeah. they're just gonna hear that bit. Can are spiders to be trusted? We're too self referential. <laughs> and it's gonna be like, Yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's kind of the bit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> And then they're going to turn it off and we're going to have accomplished our goal. Yeah. <laughs> and there will not be a new listener. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a special little insular, insular club. And I think it's important that we don't clarify for anybody who hasn't heard the spider's bargain. Right. Um, and we don't get into why there's a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, we 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 let them know there's an episode called The Spider's Bargain to trick them into into listening to it. Mm-hmm. You know, but boost the numbers a little bit more. Yeah. Other than that, mm-hmm. I feel like we need to move on. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I, I feel <laughs> bad because I feel like there is like you know you can always talk more about spiders. You can always talk more about spiders. You know, and we can talk about whether or not you can form an alliance with spiders. Mm-hmm. You know. I, I, I would say don't take a, a bargain from a spider. I would say, but... that's, like I don't I don't I don't know I don't even I don't know I don't I would not take a, a what I feel like the line between bargain and alliance is dangerously thin. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and a, uh, an alliance is just a, a a bargain in sheep's clothing. Yeah, yeah. You you try to you, you try to develop a relationship with that spider, it's gonna want more relationships. Exactly, and it's, it's gonna want more relationships. And yep. eventually, and we mean that. In a very literal sense. Yes. Eventually, eventually, like it's going to see what other kind of alliances it can make with yes. people close to you. Yes, in exactly. Your wife, in your life. Yes. I almost had a little Freudian slip there. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yep. But yep. I think that I think that's all we can share. About I almost that. said in your wife because that's where the fucking spike is going to be. <laughs> Our next. Question. Yeah, we can we can go there. We can just we can just be like, yeah, that's what happened. That was the bit. That's the bit that yeah. we did like a year ago, like oh, two at years least. ago. It was probably two. We talked about a spider fucking your wife. <laughs> I know, crazy, right? <laughs> um, uh, before we move on to another question, yeah. this this is not even for the podcast. This is for for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I ceremonially putting the mic down. No, no, it's, I mean, you don't <laughs> have to. Okay. Yeah. But like the um, the thought that I just had is that for the everything is canon somewhere aspect of Revelator, I think that it would be hilarious and fun if you wrote an, a chapter about the Spider's Bargain. Oh, that's uh, probably yeah. I feel I like there's if something you wrote in there, like yeah. an interpersonal drama. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like straight up do like uh, what's what's the fucking um just just indecent proposal with a spider. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> <laughs> that like I, I I was thinking that like I I recently started listening to uh, the Dark Tower on Audible and I was like yeah. oh shit like I feel like some of my writing is like a little bit closer to Stephen King's than I even realized. Yeah. This is the first Stephen King thing I've ever read. Oh, yeah. So, like, so like there was no way for him to influence me, but now that I'm reading him, I'm like, oh, this is very similar. I think writing a scene in which a spider fucks someone's wife is too Stephen King That's even for me. very Stephen That's King, so you're Stephen right. so Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you know, it it would be if... Look, you don't... That's the thing is you don't write it as a horror. You write it as a as personal, personal drama. <laughs> right, exactly. As, as so straight-faced. <laughs> like, no, f- so straight-faced. <laughs> it has to be like... Like, like there's no jokes. Yeah, you just like like the fucking wife's POV as she slowly like starts seeing all the spider's good qualities. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, exactly. And, like actually like slowly falls in love with him. Yeah. There's, there's and like then a, he breaks her heart. <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene with a husband and a wife sitting back to back in bed just like looking down at their palms silently <laughs> and then the like, husband says what does he have that i don't <laughs> yeah and she goes he has seven more <laughs> he has seven more there's like there's an angle that you could take with it where it would almost feel like a like a like a like a like a fairy tale, <laughs> like a kind of like yeah. like a like a old folk parable, yeah. About why not you shouldn't trust spiders. I have or an something. idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the they're having marital issues, and the man makes a deal with a spider, that the, and the spider says, "If 
if if you give me what I the, 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 the spider says uh, give me bring me into your home and and keep me safe from the cold mm-hmm. and I will fix your marriage <laughs> and <laughs> right <laughs> and he betrays him yeah um, but in the process of doing so by the end they discover each other on a deeper level than they ever could before. And they end up in a throuple with the spider. That's interesting. (laughs) There's something there, I think. You don't even have to pay for that idea. (laughs) You can just have it. You just have it. (laughs) Royalty free. (laughs) You know? See, now I'm actually, I feel, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like the way to do it is to like, almost like just like interject it into like a different story where like someone tells like mm. it's it's post apocalypse and yeah. somebody tells this like weird parable <laughs> like this is like a this is like a common folk story in right. this weird post apocalyptic village right this is tortoise in the like, hair yeah. only it's your <laughs> wife like, and the spider. spider yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so good um but, but anyway um, at the end of the story, the spider does lay eggs inside the wife and she explodes. Yeah. Yeah. And Ooh. then the man is saddled with all these children. Yeah. That's, that makes it even more of like an old folk parable Yeah, where it's like, and then like, and then like there's all these spider babies and the dad is just like, well, I guess I got to take care of these yep. instead of killing them. Right. <laughs> like, he has, like he gives birth to a bunch of monsters and he's just like, well, like <laughs> these are my sons. This is now. legally, these are legally my sons. These are my 800 fucking monster sons. And then they go out and they become woodsmen. Yeah. They become lumberjacks. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> There's usually one of those in folk parables. I, I couldn't think of something better. Maybe they're miners. Yeah. You know, like, like, like uh high ho. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. I don't know. Fucking... I feel like, I feel like, I feel like something again, they, they don't just get to grow up if it's an old time folk parable. Another no. like a fucking fourth insane thing has to then happen. I where heard... they all turn into swans or something. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like yeah, I feel like I've I've heard that like this is a fairy tale, not a folk parable, but pretty closely the it same be, thing. Yeah, more or less the same uh, thing. I heard that like in like the original quote unquote Cinderella because I don't know actually how old the story really is. Um, uh, in the original. At the end, a flock of crows comes and pecks the eyes out of the evil stepsisters. Yeah. <laughs> they, and I love that. Yeah, they mostly die. Like, like, the bad guys get fucked up hard in a lot of those. Yeah. The good guys get fucked up hard in a lot of those. Yeah. Because a lot of the time, like, the moral of the story is supposed to be, like, if you do this, you'll die. That's true. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, you're right. If you trust a wolf, it'll eat you. Don't do that. Don't don't fucking fuck around with wolves. They'll eat the shit out of you. Don't do it. And even be wary of your grandma. She and starts you, acting strange. If you're, uh, yeah, I, I, it's, I do sometimes wonder what the point of like the end of Little Red Riding Hood is supposed to be, because it's uh, you know at the beginning it's pretty simple. Listen to your mom. Don't go walking off the path in the middle of a dark woods. Mm-hmm. But then what? Why? Why does he turn into a grandma? <laughs> like he dresses up as a grandma to trick Little Red Riding Hood into letting. Yeah, but him... what's the metaphor there? <laughs> you know. Like what is what am I supposed like I get what I'm supposed to take away from the first part of the story. I'm not sure what the takeaway from the end is where the fucking wolf uh, dresses up in drag and pretends <laughs> and, and then like which he didn't have to do. No. He's a wolf. Yeah. He, he could have just fucking been waiting in the house and gone ah and then that's fucking true. shot her. That's like, that's a wolf versus I think that, a small is, child. This wolf had like, you know, I I think this wolf was trans and was like <laughs> looking you know, just like kind of needed a reason to express that. It was right. kind of like working it into stuff it didn't need to be worked into. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Oh, that's and so I don't know funny. what the takeaway is. I don't know what like the meta because it hmm. kind of feels like the metaphor is like, hey, don't trust strangers or your grandma. Don't trust anybody. Anyone could be a wolf, except for lumberjacks. Except for lumberjacks. Some strangers. See, it's a totally confused. Yeah, it's a terrible story. You know, I think that um, I don't think that fairy tales and folk tales should be approached with um, modern media literacy lenses. <laughs> yeah, um, because it don't work. I guess not. I don't think it's supposed to be like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that most likely if there if there was an original original little red riding hood, I bet it was a different story and it was even more fucked. Yeah, no, she I I I the, the part where like, you know what? I bet in the original story there was no lumberjack. I wouldn't be surprised. I I would I would not be at all surprised cuz like that like all of these fairy tales that get Disneyfied, uh-huh. like the main difference is just that like the protagonist dies. Like the thing yeah. that happens right at the end where they get saved just doesn't happen. And the moral of the story is don't fuck around. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> don't, yeah, like, you're right. Don't fucking just be careful. Okay. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> it's fucking crazy out there. Don't fuck around. Yeah. And the original tortoise and the hare, the tortoise doesn't actually win the race. The hare no. just gets crushed by a rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like... <laughs> The hare takes a break and gets crushed by a falling boulder. Right. The, the, the hare move is running too fast, and so he doesn't see like the fucking spike trap that got laid out. He, he gets fucking. He falls by in a, a bungee hunter. trap. There's yeah. Like there's a. He gets shot by a guy with a bone <laughs> arrow and eaten. <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh god. All right, you want to try and answer another question? Let's actually, actually try yeah. and answer a question. That sucked. Yeah, I'm sorry, Lichtenberg, <laughs> or Joni. I think again, I think that that was a perfectly <clears throat> workable uh, five to seven minutes of content. If you have listened to every other episode of this podcast, yes, but yeah. every other episode, <laughs> all of them, yeah, all of them, yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Um, Hello, beautiful boys that light up my heart and my phone. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Krill and Wiz. I currently have the worst. <laughs> just wanted the- I got hung up. <laughs> you just, like, yeah. I got hung up on it. Started started uh, started feeling feelings, and you know, I had to move on to the next one. <laughs> um, no, no. Yeah. It has come the time of year that my hands are crackling apart and splitting at the seams from how dry they are. What will lotion and general exfoliation work in the world to come? I can't keep getting blood and skin flakes everywhere. Non moistly, Igor. Oh, don't don't you worry about a goddamn thing. Mm-mm. Every everyone's gonna be fucking dripping moist <laughs> after those bombs go down. Everybody's gonna be wet as hell. You're just gonna you're gonna be you're gonna uh, you're gonna sweat lotion. Yep, you're just gonna like <laughs> <laughs> lotion is just kind of kind of ooze out of your pores most of the time. You specifically, Igor, for sure. <laughs> for you, for sure. You're gonna be really I'm lucky. Not everyone. I should be specific here. Yeah, this is your weird thing. I mean, it's gonna be other people too, but it's not gonna yeah. be everyone. It's not gonna everyone. be you and a few others. Right. Um, yeah. um, I think that you are going to be the lotion man of yeah. your little section of the wastes, and that's gonna be your role. Yeah. You know, when people's hands get like dry and cracked in those cold winter months. Mm-hmm. You, it's your job. You just gotta fucking let them rub all over your little body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kind of—is this gross? Is this? Can I say this? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah, you just let them fucking rub all over your shit. body. Don't give a just shit. Lotion up their hands, yeah. like your one big fucking bar of delicious soap. <laughs> delicious, just delicious soap. <laughs> God, soap. I don't delicious. know. Chris, do you eat soap? Our next question. <laughs> 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 you're gonna specifically mutate in a way where your sweat glands become lotion glands yes. and yeah. you know it's important to keep in mind in the world to come 
what you can offer other people because otherwise if you're not worth anything to those around you they're just going to eat you right and but they're not going to eat the lotion man no he probably tastes like lotion this is gross yeah you know not nowhere near as good you as take, soap you, you take the most delicious steak in the world it's covered in lotion it's not going to be good no more no you no. know so that's actually an excellent kind of deterrent that you've developed that's true you know it's like a, like a poison frog you know well, what? instead of being poison you just taste nasty that's true yeah you're right you're right that's actually like a really good point that like you know, you're going to have a service that you can offer people, which is great because some people will offer you things like protection or food or radioactive water or, you know, I don't know why I specified radioactive. That can be assumed. That's just kind of, yeah, that's um, just kind of how it is. Uh, or, you know, uh, insert punchline. Right. But the um, <laughs> And rule of three. <laughs> I, that, I, you know, that's the problem is that it would have been a four. So, um, yeah, uh, you have a service that you can provide to people that they might exchange for other goods and services. And also you're going to be pretty gross to eat disgusting yeah but beware the skin thieves of the southern wastes you might get poached if you're not if you're not careful they'll take your sweat glands they'll take them right out because they're so dry that's that's why they're skin thieves their Mm -hmm. their skin keeps cracking and breaking and they need new ones new new skins and you know they'll take your face they'll take your skins they'll they'll take your finger skin you know, they'll take it all. They'll take it all. Especially if you're sweating fucking lotion. They want that fucking lotion. And so you have to watch out for them. One, because they might skin you alive. And mm-hmm. two, because they might kidnap you and just rub all over you. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like what I'm saying. Well, it's, you, you got to. I mean, it, and that would be such a shame if they didn't kill you. Because yeah. it doesn't work like that. You no. can't like cut off someone's skin and have it still work. Yeah, but they're not you smart. Know? Yeah, they're not smart. And so they're just taking away the world's only source of load. Lo- now everyone's hands are going to be dry and chapped. Right. So it's they almost, were selfish. It's kind of like your moral obligation to not let the skin thieves get you. I know. You have to keep running. You you have to keep going town to town Hulk style. Just like seeing, <laughs> seeing who's dry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have a gift. And with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> and you yeah. cannot let the green goblin get you. You know, I bet you could figure out a way to use it as a superpower. Oh, you know? yeah. Just kind of like blast it out in front of you and just like skid across the ground That's, real fast. I'm seeing it. Yeah. I'm seeing it right now. I'm in a vision right now. I'm seeing him like doing it like Frozone style. Yeah, no, exactly. And he's like surfing <laughs> around like... like on a big fucking puddle of lotion. <laughs> and all the little townspeople of the village go, <gasps> lotion! And they jump on their little snail trail of lotion that you leave behind. rub it all over their bodies. Yeah. yeah. Just and they writhe around, around on the pavement. Yeah. yeah. Just getting it all in there. Yep. And uh, and then some of them take like handfuls home and they masturbate for the first time in centuries. <laughs> it's incredible. And what an incredible service you've done. You've done a great thing. You're for a, these they people. make a statue of you in the town square. <laughs> 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 that they uh, that you know that they always make sure to dump a bucket of water on every day to keep it moist the way that it keep, yeah. that <laughs> you like, kept symbolically. Moist. Yeah. yeah. It's like they a, cover the statue in lotion every day. Yeah, they fucking lube they up get the statue any. every day. Yeah, was it? That's and that, that, that it's you know it's a religious thing. Is that they they always they always save a little every time you come by. Right, and to, to fucking right. dispense your lotion, they save a little to lube up your the fucking statue. Yeah, to show respect. Yep, and uh, and once a year they do the 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 slip sliding of the statue celebration ceremony, mm-hmm. uh, where they take a little bit of all the lotion that they've stored up over the years yeah uh and they slide the statue to the other side of town this is one specific town you're this gonna is just encounter. one town this yeah. is just like they're going to traditions worship you like vary a from town to town yeah 
Yeah. Know? No, other towns are going to are going to uh, revere you in different ways. You right. know, you're going to be like kind of a Santa Claus figure. Yeah. But with lotion instead of just toys. Just with lotion instead of <laughs> toys. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm picturing Santa Claus with a big sack of jerseys. <laughs> oh, 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 throwing fistfuls <laughs> of slop. <laughs> just, like, just imagine Santa dumping out his sack and just... <laughs> <laughs> just like, like, just like, you know, these are not bottles of lotion. <laughs> That's a loose sack. <laughs> a fucking a nice, a, like an expensive-looking Christmas sack. Yeah, with like weird, with like, like with like, like sparkly, like kind of cursive writing around like the edge of the trim. Mm-hmm. It's so magical. Yes. it's like a classic. It's more than the classic Santa sack. Yeah, you know, it looks like it's the quintessential idea. <laughs> Of a Santa sack, and it's just full. It's just dripping. It's just exactly. Actually, uh, no, it's not dripping because it's magic. Yeah. It is still. That's. I wanted. I, I'm getting way too into. No, 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 like, no, no. You're not. It, I wanted. Like, it's still a Santa sack. It has all the magic of a Santa sack. <laughs> yeah. You know, where it's like bigger on the inside. It's right. like you can fit fucking oceans. Of there lotion. are oceans of lotions ocean inside this sack. Yeah. Yep. And you're going to be responsible for the motion of the ocean of lotion. And uh, <laughs> that's going to be your job. Eventually, you will become Wet Santa, is what they're going to call you. They're going to call you Wet Thank Santa. You, wet Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I think, because what you're going to discover is, and, and might as well just tell you this now. Um, and, oh, yeah, you know what? It's a time travel paradox. I'm seeing into the future, right. and I'm seeing him becoming Wet Santa, and it's yeah. actually technically my fault in a weird roundabout way. Oh, because, interesting, yeah. you know, I'm seeing it, but I'm also the one telling him. Um, well, good. So. I'm glad that I'm glad we fulfilled our role in some way. Yeah, it's kind I of. I mean, it's, it's kind of. I mean, I mean, look, this is a disgusting thing that we've created, but it is rare that we uh, invent a character that's just 100 percent positive. Oh, he's, he's like a good guy positive. who everyone loves. Yeah, it's like Igor, he's great and he does good things Igor, and he helps people. Yeah, you're gonna be beloved, <laughs> Igor. Yeah, <laughs> what you're gonna find yourself doing is is you're going to find yourself really taking on the role of giver, and so. Since, you know, you'll be one of the few left, the few people left who have a memory of Santa Claus. Right. You're going to take up the mantle of Santa Claus, like Tim Allen. Yeah. Um, you will morph it. No, I don't, no, you won't. Well, um, but the thing is that you'll take up the mantle of Santa Claus, but you'll be like, like starving to death mm-hmm. and like, uh, and, and like fucking had, uh, dying of sunstroke. Yeah. So you're like, what was Santa's <laughs> whole deal? Lotion? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I I fucking make that stuff. I don't even try. It's perfect. It's what I was meant to do. That's the thing is, you're gonna see lotion leaking out of your hands, and you're gonna be like, "Am I Santa?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Igor is just gonna be this emaciated, skeletal, withered beef jerky Santa Claus. Yeah, no, the fucking the lotion is made out of lipids. Like it like you yeah. eat and it just becomes lotion. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing gets stored. Your body is fat. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. where the that's how the lotion is formed. Right. And so you're gonna be hungry all the time. And you're gonna try <laughs> eating the lotion. It's gonna taste like garbage. No. It's like um, eating, it's basically like eating your own poop, is what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the other thing, you don't poop anymore. No, it, just, you, it all turns into lotion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and everything else you just vomit up. Anything that your body can't process <laughs> yeah, into lotion, just, like, you just yep. throw up. Yep. <laughs> so you're going to be, you know, withered beef jerky Santa Claus <laughs> flying over the waist, hucking slop globfuls of lotion at people and just barfing yeah, all and, over the place. And, and, pu- and puking in the stockings of the bad kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like Santa Claus. Just like Santa did as far as you can remember. Right, because you are dying of <laughs> sunstroke. Yeah. And uh, what's going to happen is, is um, you know, they're going to help... Uh, you produce that lotion 
because uh, they're going to also leave out treats for you, much like we do for Santa Claus, except it's going to be bars of soap, um, <laughs> because that's tastier, according to Chris Dunn. Right. <laughs> it's, well, you know, it will be. Yeah. It will be? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that. like, well, palettes are going to change. That's true. You know? It's not Yours is advanced. Well, it's not I don't know why I'm so... getting hung up on you calling soap <laughs> delicious by accident. I don't know why I'm so hung up on it. I've been thinking about it nonstop. Because <laughs> I just can't just like imagine me just kind of like casually eating a bar of soap. <laughs> I'm actually just sitting on the couch watching TV. Just... <laughs> What's really getting me is the bite marks on the soap in my head. And that's what's in your future, Wet Santa. You look forward to all that. I really hope to see your Discord name change to Wet Santa after this. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably what this episode is going to be called. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we spent way longer on that one than I thought we were going to. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. <laughs> Do you have another one? Uh, yeah, sure. Move on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Dear Great Psychics. How do I keep children entertained in the world to come? What kind of neat tricks do I need to perform in order to keep my sizable army of 12-year-olds in check? Uh, is there is there even a way to keep them entertained? Have a day, Julian. Thanks for writing in, Julian. Um, I appreciate that question because as a father myself, right. I, it's something that I worry about, you know? And as someone who is slowly... Well, we don't have to get into it. <laughs> you know? Um, as someone who is not a father but thinks of himself as one, hmm. you know, you're like Joseph Coney. <laughs> I'm, yeah, you're the Joseph Coney of New Jersey. <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> I'm just kind of getting some, you know, G getting just, some get, kids, just getting some, just get, just to have, getting some, getting some child just to soldiers. See how many I can just kind of have. They're kind you know? of surprisingly easy to to collect. Yeah, you know, you just find a fucking smart. No, you just fucking put a bag over them. <laughs> 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 pretty small you get a big enough net to just yeah what were we talking about uh, that there's a warehouse in Newark full <laughs> of Chris's uh, uh, child soldiers yeah um, and they're all spectacularly well trained yeah they're so they're, they're fucking they're fucking ripped dude they're <laughs> jacked fucking, as shit these are fucking jacked 12 year olds they really are you know it's kind of like fucked up it looks scary right yeah. you know cause like those muscles don't belong on that small of a kid yeah you know it's, it's creepy looking it's I'm like, starting oh. a kind of an MMA thing Oh yeah, yeah. That's cool. Like your own league. Uh, yeah, it's something like that, but exclusively for kids. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's just kind of me watching. You know, I have an idea. Right. What if you let them fight adults? That's an incredible idea. Yeah. You know, just a thought. Yeah, maybe like all at once. Oh, all kids versus one adult. Yeah. I think that they'd take that adult uh, part piece by piece. You're right. Quick. It should be. It should be like I've ten. It should be ten adults, teeth. one kid. Ten adults, one kid. Make Ten this, adults, yeah, 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 yeah. That would be more fun to watch. I think so. Yeah, it might be a quicker fight, but I feel like it would be more entertaining. So I feel like this answers your question, Julian. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <Just> the, <laughs> the way you keep your kids entertained is by giving them a challenge. Exactly. Yeah, you have to train them for combat, and then have them fight twelve adults at right. the same time. Yes. And if they can't win, then you didn't do a good enough job training them. Well, now I don't want to say anything about what you how you treat children in the world to come. You know. Because you treat children with kindness and respect and compassion and care. With responsibility. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do, you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you fucking raise them right. <laughs> yeah. Like, Why are you even asking? The answer is you be a good fucking father to them. <laughs> How to keep them entertained? Figure it out. Get to know your kids. Yeah, fucking talk to them. Yeah, see, what they, see what they're into. Them. 
And if you can't figure him out, fucking have him beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> Put him in the fucking octagon. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I think that that's the way to go. You know, because it's always good to have your, you know, the way you entertain your kids uh, influences who they become as adults. Yeah. Uh, if you give them an iPad, they're going to become iPads. It's true. If you give them fucking guns, they're going to become guns. Right. So, which is know? exactly why you want to give them guns. Exactly. So that you have more guns. Right. <laughs> You want to raise these children into guns and swords and stuff. Yeah. Fucking give your child a tank. Yeah, let me make this very clear. We are not saying that if you give your child a gun, he will become as though he were a gun in your arsenal. No, no he will turn He'll into turn a into gun. turn into a gun slowly <laughs> over the course of many, excruciatingly, over yes. many years. It's going to be like uh, like uh, what uh, f- a fucking Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. Right. Only he's going to become a gun instead yeah. of the fly. Um. So that's... And he'll be like, kill me. And you'll be like, be patient. Yeah, you'll die. You'll die. You'll, you'll die. be a gun eventually. Those yeah. aren't alive. A sentient gun. <laughs> I yeah. want the gun to be alive. Can we make the gun alive? Yeah, sure, dude. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. You won't be able to tell looking at it, but it is. No. That's the thing. You assume that the child dies when it turns into the gun. No. But it doesn't. The child simply the child becomes a gun. The child is very much alive. That gun is, is sentient and aware. Yeah. And sometimes we'll talk to you. And it hurts when you fucking shoot it. It goes, ow, daddy, stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it goes, Fuck you. Um, (laughs) Fuck you, Will. Should I write a revelator chapter about this one, too? (laughs) You think I should? (laughs) (laughs) The Child Gun. Chapter six (laughs) The Child Gun. Gun. And it, um, yeah, it's, it's a gun made out of your son. It's the son of a gun, it's the gun of a son. Now, I wouldn't name it the child gun, though. It would be something more pretentious than that. Um, like, no guns left in the valley or something. Fuck. You know? That's good. That's a good one. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm pretty good at this. The death of the West. Yeah! <laughs> the sins of your father. <laughs> yeah, just the sins of the father. It's about a boy who turns into a gun. <laughs> God, why am I convincing myself? <laughs> like I'm starting to be like, there you can maybe do this. Chapter six. <laughs> like, Ain't going down to the well no more. <laughs> the sun bleached the bones of the child's back. <laughs> Beating down upon his rib cage. Exposed is his holster. Um, I'm writing this down. <laughs> okay, good. Let you yeah. do this one. You can have that idea too. Yeah, it's also you. free. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to do another question? Is yeah, there? yeah. I don't. I don't know what that. I don't know what that was. Yeah, that was uh, that was all, that was on me. I thought maybe it would be cute and fun, but we got so violent so fast. Okay, let's. I'm gonna. Okay, it's warm in here. It's a little bit. It's a little worm in here. It's a little worm in here. I love worms. Yeah, man. Alice Saihara says Hey Will and Chris As someone who's afraid of dogs I wonder what will become of man's best friend in the world to come Hoping for good news Alice Oh have we done this before? I don't know It kind of feels like maybe we did I I mean we've talked about dogs Well I will Look here's the thing about 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 best friends Uh Is that, you know, sometimes that stuff lasts forever, but sometimes beef gets in the way. 
True. It's there's gonna be there's gonna be dogs aren't gonna be man's best friend anymore. They're gonna be like kind of man's sort of uh, estranged former acquaintance. Yeah. You know, you're gonna see a dog and you're gonna be like, oh, hey, hey man. man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's go? Yeah, no, I've been I've been fine. Yeah, yeah. like I've been um I just been like working a lot and stuff. Yeah, um, I've just been really busy. Um. So. Yeah. Uh. Listen, I I know that what happened with Jessica was fucked up. <laughs> I feel like I should get that out of the way right now. <laughs> Not like <laughs> it's just gonna be, yeah. It's it's just, when you when you like come home at the end of a long day to see your good boy, it's just gonna be like strains, you know, <laughs> just like. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're not saying you're going to have, like, complicated, difficult conversations with a dog where the dog talks back. Right. You're just going to have a complicated relationship with your dog. Yeah, you're just going to open the door and the dog is going to be sitting on the other side of the house and you're going to make meaningful eye contact and then look away. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be, um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be like living in a haunted house, you know, memories just lingering, echoing through the frames. Yeah. You know, sometimes when the light hits the love seat that you two used to cuddle up and watch TV on you can almost see the shadows of what could have been this is making me actually sad (laughs) (laughs) I saw my dog for the first time in like five months over Thanksgiving this is this bit's making me sad things weird between you guys (laughs) no no, it's the opposite (laughs) she fucking destroyed my face when when I first got in she's like a big she's like a big dog now and she tried to climb on my shoulders like she was a puppy it was great it was incredible i'm sorry that i said nice (laughs) i guess because in my mind you don't have to you don't have to have the same emotional reaction to my dog as i do no no but like i I didn't like that like the phrase like nice sounds like i was doing an innuendo (laughs) and i guess it was because i guess it was because i started thinking uh i started talking in a way that made me think like oh wait are you married to this dog or are you just estranged friends? Cause this is getting kind of romantic. And I guess I forgot that this was a, not a romantic relationship that had gone awry, but a friendship. And so then I started thinking about, you know, your, your old love, your former lover destroying your face. <laughs> we got to delete this whole episode. <laughs> I to, that reminds me of, I used to, I almost had, I, I was trying to like create stand up about this like years ago of like that thing where, uh, you know, like how cat people are always the the cat people their complaint about dogs is always that they're like too easy. They're like that it's like, oh, like a dog like is so happy to see you, but they're so happy to see everyone. So like who cares? Like I'm I'm not trying to fuck my dog. <laughs> like me and my dog are not in a mon- I don't in a, are not in a monogamous relationship. Why are you slut shaming my dog? <laughs> like <laughs> And also, I love that my dog loves everyone. My dog is full of joy. That's a good thing. It also Fuck doesn't. You. It doesn't say much. It doesn't say a lot of good about you if like what you want in a pet is like <laughs> a to challenge. Be denied love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like to be like. Yeah. I don't know what kind of trauma you're working through. It but feels needy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like why do why why do you why do you have to prove yourself to this animal? Right. I feel like I feel like there's like an anxious uh, attachment uh, yeah. situation <laughs> yeah. going on with with cats where it's like you need you need the validation that a cat actually wants to be your friend right you know um whereas a dog it doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter no yeah. a dog is dog little is sluts like you. they love it this dog, they're just they... <laughs> oh my god our next question yeah <laughs> do we answer that one <laughs> I, I don't yeah remember. man's best friend will become man's, man's estranged kind of buddy right yeah yeah or ex-wife. Yeah, I don't just know. like your former college roommate who you haven't talked to in eight years. Yeah. 
All right. Hey, Chris and Will. My cat just died. Can I see her again in the world to come? Will there be any new coping mechanisms in the world to come? I need to know uh, so I can call my nerves. Build a better cat. Build a new cat. <laughs> Out of the pieces of your old cat. Old cat and some like other stuff. I don't yeah. know. Go for it, man. Just get weird. Get weird and creative with it. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing about your cat is that it was fucking dumb and boring. <laughs> 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 Let's hold on a second. What we got, no, no, no. All right, fine. What were you going to say? I'm just saying, I think maybe your cat would have been better if it had like two of everything. No, you're not you wrong. Know? Just like two or three or no. four of everything. And Obviously. then maybe like a human penis or something. Yeah, no. Just like, Especially just that last one. Just like, just like, just like, what if your cat had four more cat heads and a human face and penis? You know? Yeah, obviously, man. <laughs> yeah. But like the question asked, who did so say upset. my cat just died? <laughs> and it feels too soon to be calling her dumb and boring <laughs> and telling telling the, the this this listener that the cat should have a human penis. I don't know what did they think was gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> they knew what they were doing when they wrote in. They were gonna like they're gonna say something mean about my cat, I bet. <laughs> I'm so sorry for I'm really, your loss. I, it sucks. I'm, the, I'm very sorry for your loss, actually. Yeah, no, that's really sad. It's a tragedy, and I am... Um, I handle animal death poorly. Yeah. It's kind of my whole brand. I mean, I handle it poorly when it happens. Mm. You know? I'm far enough away from it at this point that I think it's hilarious. Right. You know? Yeah, it's been a long time for me, but... Yeah, when my when my last dog died, I screamed "Why" at the top of my lungs. Yeah, like in real. Do you know how insane how, you know, the kind of pain you have to be in to do that thing that they do in movies? Did you fall <laughs> to your knees and throw your hands up into the sky? No, but I did. I but I did scream "Why"? <laughs> like I, I fucking I fucking uh, we got a call from the uh, 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 hospital saying that they were going to put him down. I uh, ran out of the room, uh, went into my room, and screamed "Why" at the top of my lungs. See, you're you're trying to get I'm me. I'm trying to, laugh. to make. I'm, yeah, but you're you not going you're to make me laugh with that. That's, that's just. That's yeah, just. Yeah. Just, yeah. Death is a tragedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah grief will drive a man mad. I screamed why at the top of my lungs, and then I made an embarrassing ten minute long Instagram story about it. So I know. Yeah. Nothing embarrassing <laughs> know, about it. I know what that's like. I think that it was beautiful and vulnerable, well, and I think you're a hero <laughs> for doing it. Well. Anyway, I'm sorry about. I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, give your cat like robot hands. W. Yeah, man. Uh, bring the cat back, or or just like you know, kidnap if you a can. witch. If, you know, you bring your cat back if you can, but also I think just like kind of making a weird thing out of what's left of the thing uh-huh. would be a really cathartic ex- experience. It's also pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. I think that's what your cat would want. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, to no. be fucking sick as hell. Yeah, after death and like humans are attached idiots. to a tank. Humans are idiots. We bury ourselves in the ground after we die. Yeah, when we could become something beautiful. Those are perfectly good arms and legs. There, they're perfectly good arms. You could put them on do... another guy. You put them on another guy. And what the fuck? Living or dead? Yeah, you know. Yeah, we should just we should turn dead people into art. I guess is what I'm yeah. saying. No, you're absolutely yeah. right, Hannibal. <laughs> you're absolutely right. You know, I I think that that's like. <laughs> This, this this question is cursed. <laughs> Every question. Been, this has been a really cursed episode. I gotta be honest. Um, I was happy with Wet Santa, but everything else that's come out of my mouth, I'm like like upset by. <laughs> it's a dark episode. <laughs> Wet Santa. On <laughs> subtitle, our darkest episode yet. Um. So uh, I'm yeah I'm I'm genuinely sorry to hear about your cat. And yeah. I hope that you're doing better. Yeah. 
Um, that's the worst possible. That sounds like nothing. That sounds like I don't hope they're doing that. Well, now we've <laughs> said like, all these things like, 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 that people who don't give a shit would say. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to be comforting. That's the thing is like when I whenever I feel like you know this about me is that anytime I try to comfort someone, it usually just I accidentally say the meanest possible thing that I could. You look for humor. Like, I look for humor. You do. You look and to humor. I, I often look in the wrong places at the wrong time. Sometimes it's not the time. It's it's often not the time. Yeah. I found out. <laughs> but <laughs> but you you do, you know, you're not you're not as bad as as you, as you think you are. I've 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 told the story about you sending me a cake after a breakup. Yeah, you, you know. know? Like, that's, but even even that, like, see, that's that's when it works well, you yeah. know. <laughs> it's like where it was like happy birthday. That's a fun joke for after a breakup. Yeah, but you know? like you also saying knew you that... should like use your cat to do like weird taxidermy experiments. <laughs> maybe is not what this person needs to hear right now. Yeah, well, maybe not. But um, still, you know, you're 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 very capable of comforting people. You knew that I'm an emotional eater. <laughs> and you knew that I liked cake. Yeah. <laughs> and you knew that I appreciated humor, but wasn't always uh, ready to hear uh, a dark joke. Right. And so you sent me a cake. And that was a, a beautiful thing that I will remember for the rest of my days. So, you know, uh, fuck you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about something else. All right. <laughs> Our next question. <laughs> okay. Okay. This one, I can't think of a single way we could fuck this one up. This okay. one is so... The, straightforward. Like, it's so straightforward. Okay. I mean, I can't. There's no way we can do something that we're gonna have to edit out here. Okay. Hey, girlies. I think I'm addicted to Capri Sun. What's gonna happen to it in the world to come? I need my fluids. We we can't. We're not gonna fuck this up. How could we possibly fuck this up? It's about Capri Sun. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing bad we could say. <laughs> I'm thinking about all the bad things I could say. It's like a fucking. It's fucking. Fucking jerk off and Capri Sun's gonna come out of your fucking dick. It's gonna make fucking Capri Sun is stored in the ball. It's like pink elephants, man. It's like you say. You say don't think about pink elephants. The first thing you're gonna think about. You're gonna think about pink elephants. You can't. You can't pitch something like that. It's gonna. It's gonna grow out of the ground. It's gonna. Oh, it's gonna grow on a tree. You're gonna pick it off a tree. There isn't cum involved anywhere in the process. It's just. A tree with Until Capri Sun. You, you sip the Capri Sun, and there isn't a dick anywhere to be seen. <laughs> There's no dick. No one's dying. It's just a nice tree that does Capri Sun. Okay? We're nice boys, and we have a nice podcast. <laughs> oh, God. It just makes Capri Sun. Okay. There isn't even a bit here. There's no joke. Yeah, this is just the it's truth. Just, it's just, just the truth. It's a tree. Uh, it grows Capri Sun. Uh, it's a Capri Sun tree. Congratulations. Congratulations. You get to drink all the Capri Sun you want. Um. Okay. Let's find us a question. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, interesting. Hmm? Interesting. I'm I I particularly am very interested in this question. Hey guys, I make soap for a hobby. Ooh. Because of this, I have way too much soap in my house. When the world eventually falls, what can I do with the mass amounts of soap? Oh, nothing. There's nothing you can do with that soap. In fact, I I feel like you should just get rid of it. <laughs> you know? I you know, it's going to, you know, it's it'd be a lot it'd be a lot for me. Be kind of, I kind of go out of my way, but I, I take it off your hands. You know, 
<laughs> I might take it. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Yeah. <laughs> for for what? for accepting and and uh continuing no. my my uh focus on what? your your <laughs> No, no, that would be disg- that would be gross if I that would be, I don't know. I don't want it like you. Yeah, I just want you know I'm doing this guy a favor. I, I'm just kinda getting rid of it, you know? I'm gonna throw it out probably. Yeah. You know? I'm just gonna yeah. I don't you know yeah. I just don't want him to have to go through the trouble. I would gladly do it. Do you think maybe um Yeah. You think maybe, maybe you, if you're if you're getting rid of it too, you know? Maybe. No, no, <laughs> no, um, no. I haven't even said what I was going to say yet. I if you're not going to, you, know, you don't have enough use. Well, for I couldn't it, possibly is the thing. No, if you I could. No, 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 no. I wouldn't put you through that. Uh, well, no, it wouldn't be any trouble. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be any trouble. Right. I'm just going to wash myself with it. <sighs> I'm just going to wash myself. with it. <laughs> 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 I feel like that's what it's for, but okay. Uh, what, what do you think it's for? I, it's not, I, that's not the conversation, Will. <laughs> we're just talking about how we're going to get rid of the stuff. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, if you're getting rid of it, it's useless it? stuff that what he doesn't it? need, so he should give to me. And what happens after that is my business, well, frankly. I, it's okay, but like, you might as, if you're not using it, you know. If you're, you, uh-huh. you said you might just throw it away yourself. So anything, any, any that you were going to throw away, you know, like I, I, I have room. Well, I have the, room in my well, house. Well, for... You got to display. There's, it's very. Uh, there's, you know, you can't just throw away soap. There's a lot of the chemicals and stuff that you can't just put in the garbage. You can be uh, chemicals and stuff. Well, that's why so I'm, I'm here. I want to keep. That's, I just that's why I'm be, here. Right. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to throw it away. You can give, give, give some to me. I'm gonna eat the soap. I'm, I'm so hungry. <laughs> Eat that fucking soap, Chris. Can I have some of your soap? <laughs> I was so hungry, dude. Ten thousand dollars, <laughs> and not a penny less, Chris. Please, I, uh, we'll, we'll I, talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Okay, I'm running a scam on this guy right now. Okay, I'm trying to get all this fucking sweet soap. But if you're gonna get all that soap, like you might as well share. Fine, fine. Just shut the fuck up for ten seconds so I can fucking trick this guy into giving me soap. Okay, all right. You don't need that soap. Yeah. Dingus420 says, What new species will arise, will stay, and will die out in the world to come? And how should we adapt? Much thanks, Dingus420. Thanks for asking that, Dingus, and I'm really sorry for how weirdly I pronounced the question. (laughs) You know what I think it is? I think that, like, I I think that... How many species will there be? How many stars are there in the sky? Yeah. How many grains of sand are on a beach? Mm Mm-hmm. Like a hundred, probably at least, at least like a hundred different ones. Maybe like two hundred. Maybe like uh, that sounds like a lot, actually. Yeah. Maybe like a hundred and eighty-five. The point is, is that now, the, now that I picture, I think you might be right. I feel like it's right. honestly it might even be closer to like a hundred twenty, hundred twenty-five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a, like like a buck fifty at most. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but like, so the, there's gonna be a dollar fifty worth of species. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, my point is, is that like you know. It's not that you're gonna look at you're gonna look around and be like, oh, there's a human, there's a dog, there's a cat. Right. It's like it's you're gonna look around and be like, oh, that's John. Right. Like that's Fido. And that, fi- that, that's that Fido. And, and yeah, exactly. And John might have been human at one point, and Fido might have been a dog at one point. Right. But it no longer makes sense to refer to either of them as those things. Right. Because everybody's gonna be the missing link in some chain. Exactly. They're in gonna it. be like the middle step in some weird evolutionary process. Right. It's like you know. You know how gender is a spectrum, right? Species, species <laughs> will also be a spectrum. A spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, 
it's it's almost like what new species will arrive arise like you know fucking yeah, try try it's asking. like it's just like a different species for every individual entity and then like a hundred thousand crabs yeah yeah there'll be a lot of crabs. crabs none of which are like genetically related to each other it's just it's a fucking fucking sick plan it's just it you just know? happened it just works a lot of people will a lot of people and animals will just turn into crabs a little carsonization joke for yeah you, uh, for you for you uh you'll for the smarter listeners you that's know that's right for the intellectual ones little joke about a evolutionary phenomenon where things kind of just turn into crabs i don't have a bit yeah me neither uh because that is just genuinely an extremely funny thing it is pretty cool i feel it's, like i feel like we blew a little looped about this on the podcast before yeah but carcinization yeah. is hilarious we definitely <laughs> did like or no it's cancerization which is funnier or is, is it carcinized? Either way, it sounds like cancer. It's, it's either can it's both they both sound like a horrible disease that you'll get, but yeah. no, it's the phenomenon in which things become crabs. That's very funny. It's because like you imagine what like the fucking perfect body plan is. You know, like the the we perfect all creature. People. We assumed it was people. No. Which of course we would. It's not no, it was crabs. Yeah. It was just fucking crabs. Crabs are the pinnacle of evolution. It's just like things can't stop becoming crabs. They if can't you're stop. a thing that scuttles around the bottom of the ocean, wait a uh, fucking six hundred thousand years, you'll be a crab. Yep. And that goes for you too, Dingus420. You're going to be like as close to like like what a normal crab is right now as any anything actually gets in the world right. to come. Yeah. Um, You're going to be more crab than most crabs, but they yeah. won't even be able to appreciate it because they got crab brains. Yeah, they're fucking idiots. Yeah, they're just crabs. Um, and you're going to be an idiot too. Yeah. So not so you won't even too. be able to appreciate it. No. You so have, appreciate it now. Yeah, you, you have can. an unfortunate future ahead so of you. So you can just kind of like sit here and be proud of the fact that you will be the one true crab in a world yeah. of false crabs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that will make you special in a way. In a way. Yeah. In a way. Just not as special as everyone else. No. No. Nowhere near. No, not even close. No, you're going to be awash in a sea of extremely similar creatures. Right. Um, and so uh, to the the rest of your question, what species will die out? Fucking all of them, basically. Yeah. Because they're all going to be different. They're all going to be a different thing. Except yeah. for crabs. Except for crabs. Except for crabs. The they're going to mutate <laughs> into better crabs. They're just yes. going to like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 also spiders. They're going to be big. That's though. right. <laughs> we did say that there would be spiders earlier in the yeah, episode. Yeah, but I mean, we don't have so to. Like, we don't have to commit to that. Well, no, there, there can't, can be no spiders. exists for two hours at a time as oh, we're recording. Okay. So, okay. like, okay. <laughs> we have to. Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, I'm just going to jump into this one. Hello, prophets. I have an extremely shaky voice. I worry. Uh, I worry. I worry people because I always sound like I'm always about to cry and it's really funny. You can't tell the difference between me sobbing and giggling and anxiety and stutter probably doesn't help. Will I be able to use my pathetic voice to my advantage? Thanks. Absolutely. Yeah. You'll be able to trick people into caring about you. That's true. Yeah. You just like, just like you fucking fucking be an alpha beta. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Beta your way into power. Yes. You know? Lao Tzu said that a wise ruler rules from below. Yes. And that's basically what you need Lao to be Tzu, able to do. Lao notorious power bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 the world's greatest power bottom. That's right. Notorious. <laughs> notorious power bottom. An evil power bottom. <laughs> who used his power bottom status to rule with an iron fist. That's what you got. You got to fucking master the art of being a power bottom. Exactly. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You know, you, you need 
to be able to use your pathetic, whiny, shitty, sad little nature to make other people think that you're harmless. Exactly. You have to you have to use your like if, if someone's like about to like attack you to steal your gold, just fucking lay on the ground and cry until they get <laughs> and eventually they'll just get like sad and uncomfortable about yeah. it. Yeah. They feel like they're being a bully and they'll leave you alone. Yeah. You know? And when their back is turned, that's when you stick the knife in. Right. You know? Yeah. You have to use what you have to your or, advantage. See, I see. I don't know because that's the thing is that like sticking the knife and that's a pretty alpha move, and I don't think that I don't think that's the way of the power bottom. Mm. No, I think what you do is that you fucking you, you 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 cry in front of the alpha, uh-huh. and you get the alpha to decide that they want to protect you. Right. You know, you fucking you kind of glom on to the side of the alpha. Right. You know, like a fucking tick on a rhino. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. You just kind of you just you just kind of become the alpha's little pet. And then the alpha loves you and takes care of you and protects you from larger predators. Right. You just have to manipulate the alpha into thinking that you are too weak to fend for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, Power you bottom. know, right, exactly. And if you can do that, then, you know, you be, you actually have the real power. Exactly. You know? I mean, look at, like, look, when was the last time we had a jacked president? You know what I mean? That's not the point. That's not true. Donald Trump is super healthy. <laughs> I was about to make the same joke. <laughs> I was about to say, except Donald Trump. <laughs> Dude, he was our so fucking, jacked. Our fucking most powerful president. Yeah. Our fucking muscle president. <laughs> Just, the, the only president we've ever had who was also a professional wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> And, and you ever watch those? They're actually great. They're, I haven't. I mean, they're just like standard professional wrestling, but the fact that it's Donald Trump is so funny. It's, it's just good. so funny to see Donald Trump throw a guy through a table. It's like, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> like it's, I can't believe we live in this nation. I know. It's so this funny. Is, that this is the culture that we were born into and out of. Yeah, and will now contribute Donald to Donald Trump threw a guy through a table on WWE and was then elected president yeah. in that order Jesus fucking Christ <laughs> you know fucking doing fake wrestling is reserved for non-winning candidates like Mitt yeah, Romney right <laughs> Mitt that would be insane he's done it, he's done he it. has yeah. oh my god he, he dressed up as Nacho Libre what and, yeah do you want to see this? Yes. Yeah, I want to pull this up. It's like I want to watch this right now. <laughs> oh my god, Mitt Romney! <sighs> Man, it sucks that like professional wrestling is so overtly conservative. <laughs> like it's <laughs> Mitt Romney attacks wrestlers while dressed as Nacho Libre. <laughs> is that? No, not yet. Here he is. Oh my god! Here he what comes. The fuck? Is this WWE or is this like some? I have no what idea. What is this? I have no idea. This isn't professional. This is like this is like Mexican wrestling. Yeah, I think it's. it's this yeah, is it's Lucha Libre. Yeah, this is. What is happening? And I like how bad he is at he's fighting. Not and good he's not at just, all. <laughs> but like he's so in it. <laughs> he's like yeah, he's really committed. Yeah. That Everybody must have been the most their shit to see him. That mu- also wait who wait wait who is this audience? I don't know. These are not professional wrestling people. These are like people in like suits. The wrestlers drop to their knees in awe at his reveal. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, if you like look at the audience, it's not like, it's not professional wrestling fans, which is like fat, like 38 year old guys in t-shirts. No, it's Mitt Romney fans. (laughs) It's Mitt Romney fans, yeah. (laughs) 
It's almost. I, I bet they weren't surprised at all. I bet they looked like they came there to see him. I don't know. I, I, I. They were like wearing like tuxedos and fancy dresses. Well, I'll tell you. It's a weird clip. I have no idea what I just saw. It's amazing that Mitt Romney could whip off a mask and have people immediately be surprised. Because it would take <laughs> me like a few seconds to be like, "Who is that?" <laughs> so, I, I feel like I would be like, "Wait, why is everyone freaking out? Who is that? Is that?" Nah. <laughs> that, because, uh, yeah, I feel like I at first I would be like, is that Mitt Romney? No. <laughs> no, that couldn't possibly. It would take me a, f- a few seconds to even ask the question, is it Mitt Romney? Because the man just looks like white. Right. You know? <laughs> like he, he looks like... Uh, he just looks like white, like as a concept. It's weird. If you showed me a picture of Mitt Romney, I would recognize him, but I'm trying to conjure his face in my mind and I can't. All right, everybody. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening to Life in the World to Come. Part two of Part our hundredth anniversary special, uh, Centurion edition. Centurion style. We um we really appreciate all the support. Chris and I are doing a screening of our movie, a, The Real Will Wood. We're, we'll, we're, we're doing what? two. We're doing one in Oakland, PA, which is ba- it's just Pittsburgh. Um, so Pittsburgh, we're coming to you. Uh, and uh, we're also doing one in uh, uh, DC. Um, so DC, we're coming to you. And that's on January twelfth and January thirteenth. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be playing the unreleased extended cut. Um, and you know, the movie's not available online in any like official capacity right now. And, uh, it's not on purpose. It's just because of how things have worked out. Well, Um, there, there is a, there is a guy who did a Spanish dub of the movie Mm. and that's on YouTube because we thought it was cool. So we're just letting that happen. Yeah. Um, so if you'd like to watch the movie in Spanish, that's possible. If you speak Spanish and would like to watch the movie dubbed in Spanish, yeah. with all the songs also dubbed in Spanish, which is crazy. It's pretty cool. It's really I we should actually sit down and watch it sometime. Why? I don't know, we get high or something. Just kind of okay. like just kind of just <laughs> put it on the background. Um, I feel like I should watch it. I haven't I've never watched the whole thing. I think I've watched speak like the first Spanish. Yeah, well, you know, just just have it as background noise. I don't know. You're right. This is a dumb idea. <laughs> There's not like subtitles or anything. Um Anyway, I have uh, an idea. Yeah, let's do another commentary episode on the real Wood. Only we then do a Spanish dub of our episode on top of it, so that <laughs> there can do... be a Spanish dub of <laughs> yeah, a commentary like... on the Spanish dub. Yeah, if we have we do a dub and then we get the guy who dubbed the movie to dub the dub in Spanish. Yes, <laughs> with exactly. the same actor. Yes, yeah. yes. With the guy who played you and the guy who played me. Yeah, is it two different guys? I think so. That's cool. I think I think they have a whole cast. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, we're doing those screenings. Uh, it's the extended release or the un- unreleased extended cut. Um, Chris and I are going to be, be th- going to be being there. We're going to be there being the whole time. Um, uh, doing like a little meet and greet thingy beforehand for people who buy tickets to that. And also doing a open Q and a sesh after the screening for people who buy general admission. It's also going to be merch that isn't available anywhere else during that show. Hey, uh, um, how, how how long is the drive from Pittsburgh to D.C.? Very. Okay. Yeah. What time is the show? It's fine. Like five o'clock? Don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry about I it. I won't. 
Don't you worry about <laughs> I a thing. Don't worry. I'm not going to worry. Okay. Uh, our intro and outro music is We Are The <laughs> yeah, Hell House by The Taxpayers. Taxpayers. You can support us at patreon.com slash life in the world to come. Uh, life in the world to come dot bigcartel.com for merchandise. Uh, what else? Uh, L-I-T-T-W-C-W-T-C-W-T-C-W-T-C-W-T-C-W-T-C-W-T-C-W-T-C-W-T-C-W-T-C-W-T-C-W-T-C-W-T-C-W-T-C-W-T-C-W-T-